Welcome back to the Sports S Podcast. I'm Noah Worthington, joined as always by my co-host Ryan Bennett. Yo, yo. It was a crazy week two in the NFL. Lots of injuries, more injuries last week than the entire season last year almost. And um, we're going to get into that in our new segment, uh, Pick 6. But first, I wanted to shout out the social medias. So make sure you're following us on Instagram at the Sports Desk Pod, and then on Twitter at Sports Desk Pod underscore, and then all business-related content send to uh, at Sports Desk Podcast at gmail.com. Sports Desk Pod, I mean, at gmail.com. And then uh, we have a web- website eventually coming. Uh, I don't know when it's going to come. Um, Near distant you know, future. Yeah. It's tough balancing this between like actual jobs and everything. So we're working on it. Um, actually, uh, I haven't worked on it in a while. I'm not going to lie, but I'm. I'm. Uh, it, it'll come under be- construction before 2021. It'll be here, and you guys will be able to send in questions through that. And then also, it'll be another link to the podcast. Of course, the podcast is available on all podcast platforms. So make sure you tell everybody about it. Um, and get the ball rolling for us. Uh, so, new segment. Bennett created a new segment. It's called Pick Six. Explain the segment. So we're going, we're going pick six, six storylines from week two in six minutes. Uh, like you said, man, the injuries this week really kind of kicked the league's ass. We haven't seen anything like that in I don't know how long. That's got to be like a, a Guinness World Record or something. Three ACLs in one week. Some big stars: uh, Saquon Barkley, Nick Bosa, to name a few. Uh, saw their season end in week two and that really changes the trajectory of the nfl in a big way for you know a team like the 49ers especially losing the defensive rookie of the year nick boso losing solomon thomas in the same game you know what kind of upset me about that they both got carted off previous plays right back-to-back plays solomon thomas and nick i'm not sure about that but anyway the bleacher report notification was San Francisco defensive stars. Solomon Thomas is not a defensive star. There's a reason they drafted Javon Kinlaw. Like he's not done enough, and there's a reason like DeForest Buckner was such a good good player for them. Uh, and <laughs> Solomon Thomas, I think until last year when they were in the Super Bowl, like everyone considered him a bust because he was like such a high draft pick. He was like the fourth pick, right? Yeah, I, I will have to look into that. Yeah, well, semantics aside, we lost uh, we lost a lot of stars to injuries this week. Uh, Drew Locke, another guy who's on the shelf for a few weeks. Uh, Michael Thomas, we're not going to see him for a while. So a lot of uh, a lot of big names are kind of kind of on the shelf until further notice. Third overall, Solomon Thomas was. Yeah, he was an he was an interesting pick. I didn't really see where he fit in with the 49ers, but nonetheless, um, names aside, really a lot a lot of injuries this week that really shook the core of the NFL. We also did see Kyler Murray kicking ass. He really epitomized a uh, dual threat this week. He scored on the ground and through the air. As the Cardinals, My favorite player in the NFL, yeah, officially. No doubt. The Cardinals cruised to victory over Washington 30-15. to They are 2-0. and It's time to start talking about them as a contender. They have all the pieces there. Kyler Murray is looking really good in year And now the, the NFC West is like wide open. San Francisco is not going to be... I mean, when everybody gets healthy, Nick Bosa is out for the season. I believe Solomon Thomas is yeah, as well. They just have a lot more questions and answers right Garoppolo's now. Garoppolo's out, Mozart's out. Right. Cardinals seem to be moving forward, San Francisco moving backwards. Josh Allen, another guy who just really did his thing this weekend. I'm sure everybody saw the play where he avoided a catastrophic damage to the leg. He kind of hopped over as the lineman was falling back. 
His guy, Quentin Spain, got bull rushed, avoided what could have been another season-ending injury, makes a great throw downfield. Uh, Bills win in a comeback 31-28 in Miami. Uh, they were looking for him, Josh Allen, to kind of take that leap this year, year three. You know, they they got, went out and got a weapon for him, Stephon Diggs, to supplement his other 1,000-yard receiver, John Brown. So uh, it's about time we see some results from Josh Allen. Buffalo looking good, continuing that same energy from last year. They're starting out 2-0. and What do you think of the Bills so far? I think uh, the main point uh, of what you just said is if a team has a second-year quarterback, get him some weapons. Because we saw Kyler Murray, the Cardinals trade for DeAndre Hopkins, and then Buffalo, Josh Allen needs Stefan Diggs, and obviously it's working out. So both second-year quarterback, or Josh Allen's third-year. Third-year quarterback, yes, sir. Well, young QBs, I guess. And we didn't really get to see it yet, but Drew Locke getting Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, and K.J. Hamler, like that's a threat. Yeah, Cortland Sutton, another guy who went down with a season-ending injury injury excuse me on sunday like young quarterbacks get them some weapons obviously we'll get into it but like the eagles didn't do that with their guy and we see what happens <laughs> so surround your guys with weapons as they're developing and build their confidence because it's it's worth it it's worth it because josh allen and kyler murray both top mvp yep. candidates right now exactly and you know to just to, to further your point you have to kind of you know give these guys some ammunition in their prime yeah. so to speak. be aggressive be aggressive don't be afraid to like rebuild like uh, like be aggressive and you know how like on 2k it's it says like rebuilding buying selling contending like don't be afraid to skip the rebuilding like just go straight into buying like you have your rookie quarterback you have a young quarterback whatever and go go balls to the wall like yep like do what the rams did with getting uh Jalen ramsey like Jared Allen or Jared Goff's young guy, like we need stars. We we gotta further this, and we have a short Super Bowl window with this guy until we have to pay him, and then we lose a lot of salary cap. Yeah. Like obviously, Josh Allen and Kyler Murray will probably get big deals. Exactly, maximize, not optimize. I hear you on that. And uh, you know, more news out of the NFC West. We were talking a lot about uh, the Cardinals. Can't forget about Russell Wilson, the guy who for some reason has never received a. An MVP vote, I guess Chris Collinsworth forgot to submit his one year. Funny story about that. If you watched on Sunday night, I'll get into that. On the field, we'll get into he that threw when we five touchdowns. That's more than the Patriots' defense allowed all of last season. Uh, they they uh you know squeezed it out there at the end, thirty five to thirty. Held Cam Newton uh, astray on the goal line, preventing a Patriots comeback. Uh, does Russ crack that threshold and finally get that MVP vote this season? I wanted to save this from until we talked about that game, but I'll get into this now. I think the talks about him being underrated are so fucking stupid. I'm not going to lie. I, bias aside, I really do hate the Seahawks, and I really don't like Russell Wilson, but I'm saying that as an Eagles fan after be, getting our ass kicked by them for years. But he's a top three quarterback. He is probably, like, out of all the quarterbacks in the NFL, besides Patrick Mahomes, maybe you put Rodgers ahead of him. But he's the guy you want in the fourth quarter. Like, obviously. Like, he, he's probably number one. And so the talks about him being underrated, like, are so stupid. The offense just hasn't been good, and he hasn't thrown enough to reach the MVP caliber season. Like, he hasn't been, like, last year, Lamar was, like, like done things that have never been seen before. The year before, Patrick Mahomes was doing things that never had been seen before. Russell Wilson's never done that. He's just been like 
a top caliber quarterback his entire career. And that's why he hasn't, MVP is like always, it always is the shiny new toy. Like Kyler Murray, I, I honestly, I like, I might bet him to win MVP because like he's the shiny new toy this season. Yeah, the way Russell Wilson so far wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, and Russell Wilson, like, I don't know, like, they've been good. He's been good for too long to like just now win the MVP. Yeah, like, I, he, he's it, his his play hasn't. This isn't like a a, a dig at him, but his play hasn't improved. It's just been the same for the past like four seasons. Like he's been this good. Like it's it's not that he's underrated. It's that he's always going to be a top three quarterback. Right. Even still, I I think he can kind of even take that next step this year. They're kind of giving him more control in the offense, giving him the keys to the Ferrari weapons like DK Metcalf, um, you know Tyler Lockett. A lot of possibilities there. And he's always someone who makes something out of nothing. So I think you know this year, kind of being what it is, a guy like Russ could. Uh, rise to the top and you know ma- and make them I just of. think their division's too tough as well like they're they're not go- they're going to be a playoff team for right. sure but they're not going to win like enough games to like yep. be like like you could see like Lamar win- or Mahomes winning MVP again because they're going to win a shit ton of games they have easy schedules the the Ravens have like this third easiest schedule like in the NFL so uh, they're going to win games like this. Seattle like might be ten and six, like and make the playoffs right. because they're they're going to have tough games. They have to play the Rams, the Cardinals, and the Forty ers twice a year. Right, divisional play means a lot for Seattle, but um, <clears throat> excuse me, yeah, divisional play means a lot for Seattle. But the fact that we get to continue playing means a lot for the whole league. And I'm talking about how uh, the NFL has uh, handled Great segue. Yeah, great. Yeah, great segue. I don't have COVID, guys. I promise. I passed my test. I studied. Um, knock on wood. Um, you know, through two weeks, what have we had? Like thirty-five thousand tests. About I want to say like anywhere from like seven to nine positives. A few players, but mostly personnel. So handling it well so far. Fingers crossed. We get to keep playing. Hopefully, we'll see. Is that drink your water? Take your vitamins. Stay safe and don't be like Sean Payton and John Gruden and not wear a mask after these other coaches got fined this past weekend. What was it like a million, one point zero five million dollars yeah. in fines, and then like two hundred k to the uh, to, to the, the organization. Yeah. yeah. Oh my. So everybody wear your so mask. So dumb. Stay safe. I mean, if you're you... we get to keep playing. This segment's probably going to be about twelve minutes, but we save the best for last. Looking at week three. Uh, Monday Night Football, Lamar and Mahomes meet for the third time. What do you make of it? What are we looking at with this third meeting between two uh, two MVPs? So, I, I this was another one I was going to save until we did our picks, but I'll just give my take now. Uh, Baltimore is 0 for 4 in big games with Lamar Jackson. They're 0 for 2 against Kansas City, and they're 0 for 2 in the playoffs. And uh, both, all four of those games, they've been trailing going into the fourth quarter and i just think baltimore like is so good they're so good that when they get into games against teams that are equally as good cc kansas city um that so when they're trailing and they they they're trailing leading into the fourth quarter trailing and leading into halftime whatever um i think that sometimes their offense gets out of sorts and they like try too much and like they're they're trying things they they forget what what, what got them there, um, and so I think that Kansas City might light them up 
and Baltimore might be trailing going into halftime. And I really am interested to see like Lamar be act like, I'm not saying it's his first actual test of his career, but like, like I want to see how much growth he's had. Cause like the first year when they lost to the chargers, like it, it's his first playoff game, like whatever. Second year last season when they lose to the Titans, um, just games like that happen. Like they, no one saw that coming. No one picked the Titans and the Titans were the underdogs and they just fucked them up, honestly. And so I'm interested to see what happens when, you know, going into this game, it's going to be a battle. You know that, you know that you're 0 two against Patrick Mahomes. And I want to see Lamar like handle that. I want to see, I want to see him ball out. So I'm, I'm waiting. Sending a challenge to uh, to both quarterbacks to show up in big games for their respective teams. We've seen Mahomes do it dating back to the playoffs last year. Came back in just about every game, if not every game. A great story for Kansas City last season. I'm looking for Baltimore to, you know, like you said, respond in a big game. They've been waiting for, I don't care what anyone says, you take it week by week, cool. Uh, Browns 38-6 week ones, Texans 33-16 week two. They Each of their games so far have been, have been decided by at least three scores. Um, this is their first, you know, quote-unquote uh, meaningful game, big game, however you want to couch it, of the season. So this game, I think, is going to tell you a lot about the Ravens um, in particular. We know who Patrick Mahomes is, Moneybag Mahomes. He's coming off of a Super Bowl. But um, Lamar Jackson, you know, he keeps that thing, too, and he's coming off of, a, of an MVP season, unanimous MVP. So I'm, uh, I'm looking for him to, you know, finally get his against the Kansas City, the Kansas City Chiefs. And also, to further my point, you're not afraid when Mahomes is trailing in the fourth quarter. We just saw it this past week. Yeah, that's kind of the difference between him and Lamar. If you want to look at the big picture of, you know, who's it's not who. that you're afraid when Lamar is trailing, but we've rarely that isn't seen. The word. It. We've rarely seen it. So like, it, yeah. it, it's like we don't. We, the only times we've seen it is when he's lost. So it's like that's all you have to go by. Like it's not that oh Lamar isn't a fourth quarter quarterback. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that. We haven't seen it. We haven't seen enough. He hasn't been challenged enough because right. he's so fucking good. Yeah, and if you want to look at who's who of NFL quarterbacks right now, that's the difference between him and Mahomes, in my opinion. Similar accolades, Mahomes has the ring, but... Shout out to my uh, girlfriend's sister's fiance, Ryan Harris, um, because last week they were fucking up the te- Texans, and mm-hmm. he's standing up the whole time, like, like hand on his knees, like hand on his head, like stressing out the entire game just like and that's them kicking ass so yeah. i can't wait to see firsthand what happens oh, man. monday night because if they don't blow their chiefs out which i don't see happening he's going to be like we're going to have a stretcher nearby because that's that's dangerous oh man i don't know if i, sh- I should say this in the midst of a pandemic but uh this game on monday is really gonna you know be a take the temperature of the NFL, so to speak. So looking forward to Monday, Lamar, Mahomes, uh, part three, part four, who the hell knows? It's like Star Wars. You don't know where you're at. You just keep watching. And that is it for pick six. Looked about like pick 60, but oh, well, you swing, you miss, you try again. So what are we working with? What do you got? We got to take a break from a word for our, or for a word from our sponsors. I haven't said that in a while. We haven't had an ad in like three episodes. So dust the cobwebs. We got an ad. So take a break. We'll be right back. What's up, guys? Want to take a minute to tell you about today's episode sponsor, Anchor. Anchor is by far the easiest way to record a podcast all for free. There's easy tools 
that let you record and edit your podcast on your phone or computer. After you upload, it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more. You can make money off your podcast with no minimum listenership. So try it out. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, I want to get into this uh, Patriots-Seattle game a little bit more um, because I did some digging. So so first, let's discuss the game. I mean, uh, New England had a chance to win it. Uh, Ultimately, they lose to the Seattle Seahawks 35-30. But they had a chance to win it. They were... Uh, on the one-yard line, ironically, they ran it against the Seahawks, which in the past we know didn't. the Seattle Seahawks did not do that in the Super Bowl, iconically, and lost the Super Bowl, of course. Um, but they th- run it on the one-yard line out of the shotgun against an 11-man front, and they run to Cam Newton's left, and like I, I just had to stop and like be like, what the hell? Because... They've done it before, and obviously it's a huge like goal line play in the NFL and in college and even like high school. Like the rollout, the QB sneak, like it starts out as a shotgun QB sneak, and then he rolls out to his right and he just tosses it over the pile yeah. and lobs it up to a receiver. So you run it to Cam Newton's left, with which ultimately takes off the ability to throw the ball at all or even lateral it, like because you're running to his left. It was just stupid to me. I I wrote that in my notes. Secondary giving up five point or five touchdowns, which they didn't all season last year, um, is crazy. Also, Bill Belichick is one in three against Pete Carroll, which is his worst record against an opposing coach. Damn, match rare. So yeah, that's rarely happened. And um, like it, it, just this game like had two separate narratives that you could choose. Like, do you go with Russell Wilson shreds the Patriots defense, who was so good and had a defensive player of the year last year and he Russell Wilson had 288 yards and five touchdowns or do you do the New England's defense is not nearly as good and has fallen and um they gave up three or five touchdowns so like what 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 do you think is more of the narrative is it Seattle's offense is this good or is it New England's defense is that bad I mean this game was just you know so chaotic and I mean you know, with, with good art, there's just some art that you can't put in a frame. And this game was just such a masterpiece in a chaotic masterpiece in, in all facets. Really the best game probably of the season so far. I agree. Um, I can't really on a macro level like define it or frame it any which way. But I mean, if you wanted to, if you wanted to start with the winners, uh, Seattle, Russell Wilson, we know who he is by now. Uh, he looked really good and took over when it mattered. And that's like like we were talking about with the who's who of quarterbacks in the league right now. That's kind of what, you know, separates these guys from like your, you know, from great to elite. That's kind of like it's kind of like the threshold. And he did what um, it took a whole season for the rest of the NFL to, to do last year against New England through five touchdowns. New England only allowed four. Um, Seattle's defense, Jamal Adams, a guy they just got from the Jets. He's not just a guy. He's an all pro. I think he's kind of the catalyst for your defense right now. Not that Bobby Wagner hasn't been kind of, you know, the anchor for Seattle over the years, but I think Jamal Adams, Seattle's names, Seattle's big names are really just amplified, you know, when it matters, in my opinion. Russ, Jamal, these guys make plays when it matters. Well, I think that was just the difference. So we talked about the Russell Wilson being underrated thing. Um, 
I just wanted to, you know, kind of give credit. Cam Newton threw for 397 yards. I oh, mean, yeah. He ran just... for two touchdowns. He passed for one. Um, he threw for 397 yards to Edelman, Bird, Harry, Burkhead, Izzo, Myers, and Johnson. Those were his receivers on the uh, box score. Can you name all of those guys' first names? Uh, Julian Edelman. I don't know who Bird is. Nikhil Harry, Ryan Izzo, uh, Rex Burkhead. Who am I missing? Myers and Johnson. Uh, Jacoby Myers. I don't know. Fucking Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> Come on, man. So, it's Chad Johnson. You didn't know that? <laughs> Chad Johnson? Yeah. Oh, where did he go to school at, man? You're going to get me. <laughs> Dude, the joke went over your head. Whoop. Chad Johnson. Chad Ochocinco. You're just saying, yeah, you're just saying governments now. Uh, I'm a kid, man. I still call him Ocho Cinco. So the, I, I wanted to talk about this because, like, I, I started this narrative and I was like, oh, shit, there's, like, something here. Mm-hmm. So uh, the receiver, they drafted Nikhil Harry in the 2018 draft. Ahead of DK Metcalf, mind you. 2019 draft, I mean. Um, and they drafted him over, I'm getting to that, Debo Samuel. A.J. Brown, McCole Hardman, D.K. Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, Miles Boykin even. Like, like that's better than Nikhil Harry. In my opinion, yeah. Um, Bill's past five drafts are sneakily, like, unproductive. Really? Like, there's no, like... I'll, I'll go through it because I, I looked it up and I just... I think I forgot to, you know, keep it here. But... There's like no one that really jumps out to you. You're like, uh, and for a guy that's like considered a football genius, like his past five drafts are all right. So I, I discredit this past draft because, like, obviously, um, who cares? We we don't really know like what will come out of it yet. But last year, Nikeel Harry, first round pick, Jawan Williams, Chase Winovich, who is panned out. Damian Harris, Yadni Kajus, I can't even pronounce that guy's name, Hajit Fordholt, <laughs> uh, Jared Stidham, Byron Cowart, Jake Bailey, Ken Webster. Then in uh, 2018, Isaiah Wynn, Sony Michelle, Duke Dawson, Jawan Bentley, Christian Sam, Braxton Berrios, Danny Etlin, Keon Crisson, Ryan Izzo, 2017, he only had four picks, and they were Derek Rivers, Antonio Garcia, Dietrich Wise Jr., Connor McDermott. A lot of those guys you named, I would say about 70 to 75% are not on the roster. Yeah. Jawan Bentley obviously sticks out. He's going to be pretty good. And, like, that's the past five years. Like, that's that's not that good. I'm not going to lie. That's very unproductive. I think it's so. Like, is it time that we start talking about like maybe the beginning of the end? Yeah, because like before that, he was getting diamond in the rough, diamond in the rough. Wes Welker, and he before like 2017, he was just coasting off of so much draft success before that, and just years of you know the benefits of being in the Patriots organization and having you know number 12 in the building for his prime right not to take away from him anything from him as a coach but you just had a certain you know ecosystem uh for success there uh, things are kind of changing and it might just be just like Sunday night it might just be too little too late for Seattle, uh, for New England rather so 
We'll see. I, I still like them as a playoff team because I, I just can't see any other teams. In It'll the be AFC. interesting between them and Buffalo. I'm looking forward to those two meeting twice a year this year. So that should be fun. All right, moving on. Let's go to my funeral. Oh, that's terrible. So the, the Rams defeat the Philadelphia Eagles 37-19. The Eagles played so bad that the, uh, the fake crowd noise started booing them off the field. Like, in between drives. Most Philly shit I've ever seen. And, and, and I saw a tweet, and it was like, the cardboard fans got up and left, and they didn't show the cardboard fans for the rest of the game after we got our ass kicked. Um, so it's funny. Three things about this game that pissed me off. Get into it. Say that. The broadcast, number one, that's first and foremost. Mm. It was on, like, Fox Sports, the Ocho, Kevin Kugler, and uh, uh, Chris Spielman. Um, the cameramen were like zooming in during plays, like mid plays, and then zooming out like during like huddles and just showing like the empty stadium, which I don't think any broadcast for the rest of the season should do. It's like Treacherous. terrifying. It's like what the hell are we living in? Um, and they called the Rams roster interchangeable, and like talked about how deep the Rams roster is, which is the same roster that had like three players hurt last year and was tr- absolute trash because of it and uh there was like a drive where we started to come back and we could have like actually made it it was like in the third quarter we started to like get some momentum right. dude they were like you know how like uh i don't know who the reporter was so bear with me but they all have like that one blonde girl that sits on tells this story pretty fast, like, yeah yeah you know what i'm talking about and so she starts telling this story, and it's while we're driving down the field. Like, it's while we're, like, actually have some momentum. Oh, I hate that. And they're like just, overlap. They're just, just like, like, continuing the story. Not even, like, uh, Deshaun Jackson caught, like, a 30-yard pass, and nobody even said anything. Like, yeah. they were just like, well, that that is crazy. He is such a cool guy. Like, they're just, like, <laughs> going on and on about, like, the Rams defensive coordinators, like, hobbies. Um, I mean... So then we get to the Eagles coaching. I texted you about it. Are the Washington football team the best team in the NFC East? Might win it at six and ten. Who knows? So (laughs) the uh, they looked the entire game like they hadn't practiced against pre-snap motion or play action or uh, rollout passes. Like they just looked like uh, when you're playing somebody in Madden and the game lags like just a little bit. Like like it's not that bad, but like it lags a little bit. It's noticeable. Yeah so it, it just like it, they look lost on defense and then Jalen Hurts was active for this game and there were a few plays where he came in and all I think it was like four plays they they actually gained yards and like they they caught the Rams defense or the, yeah the Rams defense off guard because it's like oh god what are they going to do it's like when Joe Flacco and Lamar played on the same field at the same time like they the defense like doesn't know what's going to happen and that's the same thing the Eagles did but they only did it like four times i think he only played four snaps like you got to do something more like it yeah and especially like for a reason like Doug is such a creative coach his first 3 seasons and now he's like trying to be conventional i guess and like not gambling as much there was a uh i dude i favorited the tweet so bear with me um, but we we had a we had a field goal attempt, and the Rams jumped off sides for it. So we could have declined or accepted the penalty, and then had a fourth and three on the ten yard line, 
we huh. declined it and kicked the field goal anyway. That yeah. just shows you Doug's trust in Wentz right now. That is peak Dan Quinn, and Dan Quinn is sitting on a rocket right now. He is on which I seat. I will say like we don't do that, Doug. We uh had a two point conversion attempt and Wentz failed and didn't get it. And I uh, I think if he would have made that, we would have gone for it on four, or fourth and ten, but or fourth and three, but. Dude, I don't know. If Wince just looks lost, that's my next thing that pisses me off. Wince looks lost. He looks unconfident. Um, I do. They one good thing about that broadcast is they compare Wince and Favre, and I talked to you about it. Like when they're good, they're like, "Holy shit, this guy's an MVP." But when they're bad, it's like he needs put in the backup. Like put in Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, put very, in, very put in Hurts. Like play. the, the Jalen Hurts starter tweets start coming out. And, like, have we ever seen this before? Like, a, a player that's, like, this good. Like, we know he's this good, but, like, th- is this, like, a slump? Or, like, should we start worrying? I mean, these circumstances are really unique. So, I mean, you kind of have to take, you know, what's going on with uh, with some consideration. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really it's really rare territory. For that's the other thing. Wentz, you know. So... This is the first offseason he's had his entire career that he hasn't been nursing an injury. He was nursing an injury coming into the draft. He was uh, nursing his um, knee, I think it was, his rookie year. Nursing his ACL, obviously, uh, last year, or the year we won the Super Bowl. And then last year he was nursing his collarbone or whatever it was that uh, happened in the uh, Seattle game. Um so it, it like makes me like worried because I'm like, dude, you had all off season. The first like drive of the uh, Washington game, it's like, yeah, Wentz was telling us that he he's gotten bigger, stronger, faster, smarter this off season. Like it's his first off season without an injury, so he's really gone like hard and like, but it's not showing. It's not showing, and he's in a terrible slump. Right. And I hope it's a slump because this team does have talent. Like, well, he gets a chance to bounce back in week three with Cincinnati. I mean, they're still kind of finding their way with Joe Burrow, kind of just a hollowed-out roster. That game kind of scares me, I'm not going to lie. But, but that I mean, you know, that's a team that if Joe Burrow, you know, kind of puts the pedal to the metal, it, it, could, get, it could get out of Philly's reach quick. But in the same token, you want to see a guy like Wentz, who has superstar capability, just take hold of that game yeah. and kind of get back on track. So yeah. I see what you're saying. Um, all right, so let's move on to this Chiefs game real quick. So Chiefs come back to win this game. Um, Chargers were leading all game. It, it was kind of like, they're, uh, like yeah, they were leading all game, but like there was never really any doubt that they would come back. Like I said before, you have Patrick Mahomes. Like, you have the guy you want. Um, and so they, they have Butker, Harrison Butker, uh, to attempt a 53-yarder to win the game. Um, and then there's a false start, and it gets kicked back to 58, and it's kind of like, all right, are we going for this? Like, and Reed sends him back out there, and then there's two timeouts, and he kicks all three, all three times. He made the field goal, um, and so like after the two timeouts, like is it's like, uh, does Andy Reed just want to go home? Like, cause it like each time it's like, all right, maybe we go for it, and then he makes it, and it, it I mean, obviously, like. Um, Sammy Watkins was out for the game. Um, Tyreek Hill was in and out with cramps all game. And Mahomes, like, 
Like it, it's just so nice to have a guy like that where you know, like no right. matter what, like he you he's gonna him. yeah. And I wanted to talk like Justin Herbert. Kind of makes you uh, kind of makes you raise an eyebrow. I'm not too charmed by Anthony Lynn's post game comments. Did you see what he said? He was like, "Uh, well, you know, he did." There, there's still some things he needs to work on. He's the backup for a reason. Tyrod, if he's healthy, will be the starter next week. So he kind of like brought him down a peg. It's like, dude, you don't want to. I just you know, think that. Uh, yeah. Do that I don't think Anthony Lynn's like that good of a coach. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, he gets. He's a good coach to a certain extent, but I feel like there's kind of like a fine line between you know hype and what he actually like the team he actually puts out there. I mean, the Chargers are kind of in a weird place right now. They're like. I don't want to say they're like who are they like in the nba they're like in that like middle kind of like middle ground like the spurs yeah I, I without would, the dynasty yeah without the dynasty and without a guy i don't know the spurs don't have nobody like philip rivers who ever blew a bunch of leads so not that history but i, I think justin herbert looked well they good. have demar Derozan. yeah that, that is true but why would you why would you bring a guy down a peg like that after a game he went out and damn near gave it to the world champs? I mean, if you don't have Patrick Mahomes on the other side of the ball for that game, that's a win. And nine nine times out of ten, that's a win. And, I mean, you know, for what it's worth, the Chargers came out in week one, kind of did what they needed to do against the Bengals. That defense is good. They've been together for a while. Added Chris Harris Jr. in the offseason. So, Derwin yeah. – is Derwin out for the season? Yeah, Derwin's out for the season. Fuck. Again, the laundry again. list of guys, man. This trend, it sucks. Yeah. Where we're at right now. Um, do you want to talk about the Giants or Saquon? Oh, or? Noah. Uh, you had a you poked me. Okay, guys. We're gonna make this quick. Um Giants lost 17-13 to the Bears, 0-2 to start off the Joe Judge era. And I'm sure everybody uh I mentioned at the top of the podcast saw Saquon Barkley go down with the uh with the knee injury there. Uh, I watched like an anatomical breakdown of what happened yesterday uh, or on Sunday earlier. Yeah, it didn't it didn't look good. I mean, I'm not a doctor or anything. I watched the doctor break it down. I guess that counts for something, but it did not look good. Um, you know, the the haters are coming out already. Giants Twitter is pretty ruthless. I mean, we didn't allow any points in the second half, so that was good. The defense looked really good. James Bradbury, highest graded. Uh, defensive player on the Giants this week might have been the highest graded corner in the league uh two big interceptions in the second half or uh, a big interception in the second half excuse me I think Julian Love had the other one but yeah yeah, held the Bears to zero points damn near came back questionable PI in the end zone at the end but I mean I don't know man it's just getting more and more bleak I mean some Giants fans will say they were born in the dark and they remember Eli you know, coming up in 04 and how shitty we were and how shitty he was. Daniel Jones hasn't looked great. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I mean, real preventable mistakes made by him on Sunday, holding the ball like a bread of loaf. Robert Quinn, strip sack. That dude is washed. It's just, it's so gratifying to me. Yeah. Like, uh, as a, as a fan of a team in a division that we should easily win, um, you should easily win the division. So I'm so gratified that like all teams are doing bad. Like even Dallas, even though they won, like they look terrible too. Like in the first half before they came back, um, and it's just like, like okay, we all like everybody's caught off guard. Like it doesn't matter. We we can go zero and four, like and somehow still pull it off. Like we're good, 
and uh like i think it's really like the nfc east just has a terrible schedule like we have we have we play the afc north and yeah um the afc west or the nfc west right yeah just it's it's kind of kind of a shit sandwich this season for the nfc east in general um we'll talk we're going to talk more about that washington's going to be washington Dallas, you, get, you guys are rebuilding, him. and it's going to be us in Dallas again. Mike McCarthy still sucks. It's, it's he's going to take Doug Peterson. He's going to take off a mask, and it's going to be Jason Garrett, and Jason Garrett's going to take off a mask, and it's going to be McAdoo. I'm telling you, happy, happy Halloween, everybody! <laughs> Holy shit! Um, Let's see who the killer really is. Yeah. Oh shit, gang. Rut row, right? It's the episode of Scooby Doo. Saquon. The computer folk are driving the mystery machine. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Are they, yeah, that's enough. I, it was therapeutic today to talk about the NFC East a little bit, but uh, we'll we'll save some for next time. There's only so much. We need to have an around. we need to have an AA for uh, the NFC, NFC East, East fans. Yeah. Honestly, if you are a Giants, Cowboys, Eagles, or Redskins fan, whoa, Washington Football Team, you dickhead! Technical foul. Holy shit! I'm gonna get canceled for that one. Washington Football Team fan. We have a nice couch here in the studio. Come on, sit down, and we can uh, just let it all out. Hi, I'm Noah. I know. I know. And I remember the Kevin Cobb era. Hi, I'm Ryan, and uh, Dave Gettleman has ran this team into the ground twice and still has a job. All right, so let's get into our... uh, Actually, let's take another break for a word from our sponsors. Do it again. Run it back, Turbo. What's up, guys? Want to take a minute to tell you about today's episode sponsor, Anchor. Anchor is by far the easiest way to record a podcast all for free. There's easy tools that let you record and edit your podcast on your phone or computer. After you upload, it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more. You can make money off your podcast with no minimum listenership. So try it out. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, let's get into our week three picks. Uh, We're going to do this each week from now on, keep track, and uh, see who has the better record at the end of the year. We're actually in a wins or a pick pool and a wins pool and a bunch of shit, but this is just through the podcast. There's nothing else, Um, and you guys can keep track of with us and maybe use our advice, whatever you guys want. Um, Don't take my advice. Don't take Bennett's advice either. We're both terrible in this. We don't even take our own advice. Where is this going? We do, we talk ourselves out of picks. Um, so Cincinnati at Philadelphia. Um, actually no, first game of the year or first game of the week. Miami at Jacksonville. What Ooh, a whopper! The Florida Bowl. Thursday night. That doesn't make you want to drink. Good lord. So uh, you're probably listening to this on Thursday. Make sure you tune into this if you want to see uh, Gardner Minshew. And um, who else? <laughs> Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Patrick, sure. I mean, it's it is Thursday. I think I'm picking Miami. I'm going with Miami. Going Miami. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Jacksonville. Minshew has been shot out of a cannon. Uh, he looks like he was conceived in a frat house during rush week, but he kicks ass, dude. Well, we'll see. I think Miami's a tough team. Maybe. They've had two tough games to start the season, and I don't know. This game doesn't make you. I want can to see drink. it go either way. Will. Um, Cincinnati at Philadelphia. Uh, I'm giving that to the Eagles. I am uh, too. Hopefully, do Cincinnati's not ready yet. Uh, Houston at Pittsburgh. This is a tough one. Pittsburgh. I just think that Ooh. defense is too good. Big Ben is uh, really playing well, coming off of that injury. Everything's clicking right for Pittsburgh. Once they meet, uh, you know, Baltimore, I think we'll have like a better 
uh, image of who they are. I think I'm going Houston. Uh, I think Deshaun Watson's like bound to turn it on. They played two two of the best teams in the NFL week one and two, and um, or the two best, like number one and number two. They played them both, however you want to word it. And um, I, I don't know. I think like they've been tested, and I think they're ready. I don't, we 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 can see. Um, San Francisco at New York. Uh, I mean, I'm going Giants just because root for the home <laughs> team. This is such a, a sad game, really. I mean, I am too. Top. I'm not going to lie. I am too. And you know why? They had all those injuries last week at MetLife Stadium. They were playing the Jets at MetLife. Home field injury advantage. And How so up is that? 49ers <laughs> are playing there again. Um, they might be playing without Garoppolo. Might be playing without Raheem Mozart. And uh, they're playing without Solomon Thomas and um, Nick Bosa. So we'll see. Uh, Las Vegas at New England. I have Las Vegas in this one. Oh, uh, they looked really good last night. Um, o line absolutely phenomenal for the Raiders. I think they've, I, I think they they're starting to figure it out. I mean, in in a year that has an asterisk on it, I said this earlier, uh, mentioning another team in a year that has an asterisk on it. You know, what better time for the Raiders to come back into the fold? You know, silver and black. New new uh new town, new stadium. I mean, you know, why not make a splash this season? We saw what the Golden Knights did their first year in LA or uh, Las Vegas, excuse me, went to the Stanley Cup, different sport. Y'all probably don't watch hockey. My uncle does, he's fucking crazy. Neither, <laughs> neither here nor there. That's a different podcast. I haven't seen that guy in a while. What's me he neither? Up? His breath smelled really bad. Should have punched you in the face like Leonard Fournette after that Boise State game. Las Vegas beating New England. Uh, I'm going New England. I think New England's one of the best teams in the NFL. And uh, I don't know. I just can't see a world where Vegas beats them. I'm not going to lie. Uh, if I were a gambling man. So uh, Tennessee at Minnesota. Another, Tennessee. Another doozy. Tennessee. Minnesota, Minnesota looks like shit. Tennessee as well. Um, both of us get the push there. Um, Washington at Cleveland. Cleveland. Baker Mayfield looked pretty good. Um, right there. You know, last game. I think they actually looked decent. Like he, he got Odell the ball. He got Odell the ball. Chubb, Hunt, all got touches. I got the Browns. Maybe he took Browns. a week off of commercials, and now he's learning his receivers. There you go. Um, L.A. at uh, L.A. Rams at Buffalo. I'm going Buffalo here. Um, they are, Damn. They are just they're they're on a heater right now. Josh Allen is uh, really turning the corner. Uh, Stephon Diggs is looking real good up in Buffalo. I'm going Rams. I think the Rams are uh, equally as good as the year they won the Super Bowl. I'm not going to lie. Or the, that they played in the Super Bowl, not mm-hmm. one. Um, and I think their offense is clicking um, until they have an injury. And then we'll see. So they, this might be the injury game. This might be the day that hit, hits the fan. Stay healthy. Take your vitamins. Um, Chicago at Atlanta. I'm 0 going. two Chicago or two and 0 Chicago undefeated. Uh, this is the money game. Mitch. This is the game they shit the bed. Uh, Mitch Trubisky is going to continue his shitty play from the second half this past Sunday. Atlanta's defense is abysmal, but I think their offense is good enough to put some points on the board in a home game. God forbid. You really see Chicago going three and 0. It's just it's bitter. It's too good to be true. I'm going Atlanta as well. Um, I'm right there with you. I think it's time. They they got lucky with their schedule for the first two weeks. I'm tapping a watch I don't have on. Um, Carolina at the Chargers. I got to go uh, Chargers here. I mean, I hope Justin Herbert plays based on how he was this week. I did too. Anthony Lynn is a disciplinarian. He has acne. And I just want to, like, say. He looks like a Disney Channel quarterback, dude. We've said it a billion times. Like, 
it, I'm so glad like a star has acne, you know, because it's like he could get all the health shit he wants and like he should have perfectly clear skin. And it's like, dude, you're one of us. Like it makes me, it, it's like Minshew. Like it's like, you're one of us. Yeah. yeah. I wear jean shorts. And he's younger than Minshew us. Minshew wears well. jean shorts. Sure. Um, New York Jets at Indianapolis. I don't think anybody wants to watch that game, yeah, no. but uh, Indianapolis is going to have to take that one. Yeah, the Jets I don't even want to talk about it. Indianapolis as well. Dallas at Seattle. Seattle. I don't think it's going to be much of a game. I, I, right there with you. I can't root for Dallas at all. Um, Tampa Bay at Denver. Tampa Bay. Denver's just too depleted right now. Um, a lot of hype in the preseason. Uh, Colin Coward uh actually had them as a top 10 team in the nfl per his uh reputable show um it's kind of gone to shit and i would like to you know god forbid the raiders win this week they they flip places in that division i must pick denver to make the playoffs this year but uh that's for a different world where this offense is fully healthy and clicks and von miller and von miller's playing not this year um detroit at arizona my favorite team in the nfl now yep uh, Kyler Murray is a baller. Did you see him like completely? I almost done that like four times with my headphones out. Um, he like completely stopped and like stutter stepped on that one rushing. Oh touchdown. yeah, he had to skip to my loo, bro. Dude, he that was crazy. A lot of sauce on the field. My God, a lot of sauce. Green Bay at New Orleans. I gotta go Green Bay. Uh, Rogers is fucking pissed. They drafted a backup who, by all accounts, looked real shitty in camp. Um, I think he is out to prove something this year. Uh, Drew Brees lost his buddy Michael Thomas. A lot of stupid penalties. Sean Payton getting fined for wearing masks. A lot of questions in New Orleans. I'm going Green Bay in this one. They're 3-0. Same here. Kings of the, Kings of the North. And last one, Monday Night Football, Kansas City at Baltimore. I'm going to go Baltimore. Um, I just Ooh. think... I just think Lamar Jackson, uh, as Lil Baby would say, has some to prove. Um, he's really out to prove on Monday night that he can get it done in big games. 0-4 in those situations, including playoffs, um, like we said at the beginning there. So I, I think he has um, a lot on his plate, a lot on the menu, a lot to prove. I'm going with Kansas City based on what I said earlier. Um, until I see otherwise, then I'll pick Baltimore. And I'm not hating. I like Baltimore. I just think Kansas City's the better team. Oh, fair enough. I mean, you could go either way in a game like this, but um, like I said, I just think I just think Lamar's out to prove a lot right now. Um, if Mahomes isn't going to get it done against the team this year, it's going to be Baltimore. Yeah. All right. That's it for us today. Uh, that, that's today, and that is – or that's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. Third time to try. Um, so follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. If you got any business-related – Shit. Always open for business, baby. 258-366. Always open for business. Hit us on all fronts. Follow us on the social media. Tell a friend to tell a friend. We're everywhere. We'll uh we'll see you guys next week. See you guys next week. More NBA, more NFL content. Follow us, subscribe, tell your mother. Peace. You guys have a good night. Thanks.